Um, okay, Alice so is such a call. good sis. That's so sweet of her. What What does she call? She's just like, how you doing? I know you want to be with Beck. <laughs> She's like giving me support because I'm not with Becky. <laughs> She's like, are you okay? I know how much you want to be there. And I'm just like, I want to be there so bad. <laughs> I was like, you get me. You get me. Here we are on a very special Thanksgiving slash my birthday themed episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. And, well, let's just say we started this episode and now have to retape it because my sisters presented me with... This will be like for the ultimate, ultimate fans one day is to hear the recording of me receiving my birthday gift, which was a song my sisters wrote and collaborated with the great friend of ours, friend of the podcast, amazing musician, Rachel Levitin, uh, on on finishing and sent me this beautiful song called Where We Begin, which is a beautiful song that that captures so many great things about growing up all of us together. There's a lot of deep cuts and uh it is really, really, really special. And speaking of special things, this is our Thanksgiving special. What we're gonna do today is answer a few key Thanksgiving themed questions and uh, we also have some of our all-time favorite guests who have been uh, leaving us phone messages or doing quick hits with us, and we'll work those into the podcast as well. But before we do anything, Lily, how are you doing today in the Canary Islands? I'm good. I also feel the need to toot my own horn a little bit more and say that the birthday message my husband and I sent you this morning was also quite incredible. Yeah, this <laughs> is... We sent is- you a mini martial arts video <laughs> this is a wild this is a wild <laughs> birthday so far i mean i put it this way well, I, guess I have one i have one more trick up up my sleeve to, <laughs> one, up, to one up everyone's <laughs> presence not to be revealed just yet yeah because fair. i don't ruin the surprise while we record but let's just say i got something planned that is gonna destroy all your other guests <laughs> sure but up until this point at 7 46 p.m my time you're you're in the lead far, i'm in the lead <laughs> Lily's, it's not a com- it's winning not- the race but i'm in the lead I'm always a competition. put it this way it's not a competition but i enjoy you all competing because no matter what i win because i get <laughs> such good presents all right with that in mind, we've been asking our guests two really important pop culture questions. Lily, for our first segment, how about you ask the first one to the group? What do you wish for Shy on his 40th birthday? What would be your pop culture wish for Shy? Okay, I have it. Are you ready? Yes. My pop culture wish for Shy on his 40th birthday is that... The new Star Wars movie opening credits just before the opening titles. There's a special message from J.J. Abrams and he gets up just like black background close up on his face. And he apologizes and admits (laughs) the (laughs) failure of what the last Jedi did and says, I am here for you to make amends on behalf of the trash that is Ryan Johnson and that movie, this one's for you. <laughs> That's my for you. Ah, thank you. That's very kind. Hi, Will. Hi. Did you email Shoshana for her birthday? I called her and I texted. I'm on top of it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I emailed I think her. it's I, really funny, Shai, how you feel like you need to remind Atlanta to call Shoshana. <laughs> Josh and I play a game. Day. Well, no, I mean, I just, you know, I always remember Shoshana's birthday because in Madame Levy's class in second grade, me, her, and Brian Benedict all sat at the same table and our birthdays are all within a few days of each other. Okay, I feel like there's no Jewish kid with that name. Brian Benedict? No, there really, there really is. 
That's a made-up person. I've never heard that name from any of your friend groups. All of a sudden, I can't recall who that was, but I recall the name. I can't put a face. Yeah, because you probably saw it on like a TV show, where that's like a detective or something. Because that's not a person that we went to school with. All right, all right, Alana, veteran of our money. She's still laughing. (laughs) We have two. We have two important questions for you for our Thanksgiving holiday special. <laughs> Lily, take it away. What, since Shy is the, is, we never asked Shy how he's doing, but he knows, like, he's still the most important person in our family because our parents <laughs> like him the best. Everything I mean, you, secretly you do about constantly him. remind him of that. <laughs> yes. And so he, we would, we, he would like to know. What is your <laughs> pop culture wish for him for his 40th birthday, which is on Wednesday, which by the time this airs, it will be past his birthday, but for his 40th year, a pop culture so wish. This, this is a really easy one. And I think you and Becky will both be happy that it's a little bit of a gift for you guys too. Okay. That's always a good plus. Yes. <laughs> My wish for Shy and his birthday is an amazing new Star Wars movie. And <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is actually not something for, I thought of. So. For you and the rest Good. of the listeners also. So, so, so we don't have to, to hear him. him. Right. At this but point, it's only I. because I just like don't want him to have to go to more therapy about it. <laughs> like I just want... It to be good for his sake. I wish that I wish that for for me too, and I and I I will say I don't know if you guys have Disney Plus, but The Mandalorian is pretty awesome, and that I wouldn't say it saved Star Wars because it doesn't have to do with the main saga, but it is it when you watch it, you're like, how hard would it have been for them to do this with Star Wars? So (laughs) I highly get that Disney Plus subscription. All okay, right, and I am I am I am grateful for that. That is a great wish. I wonder if we're asking a lot of people this question. I wonder how many people will come up with that answer. Uh, Most people. The same thing. I was wondering if there would be a lot of uh, a lot of repeat, repeat uh, wishes uh, for you. And in a more general sense, for you in this last year or so of your life, what pop culture item are you most thankful for? Oh, good. I got to pick just one. I mean, you can pick more than one because far be it from us to follow any rules. I know. I was going to say, I'm going to pull a lily and and pick a lot of things. Um, Okay, first and foremost, that was a gift from the heavens. Um, What? What? I I missed. I I didn't hear what you said. You're going through a tunnel. Bh Bh nine zero two one zero. Oh, well, that's really true. And I'm really glad to hear that it wasn't renewed. Um, what? I, was re- I didn't know yeah, that. This is breaking so news. I, know, I texted Shy. I didn't text you to tell you that. Oh, yeah. my God. It's like um, the prophecy of their own show came true. I they almost know. got canceled at the end of their show. <laughs> Well, they probably also what? wanted a lot. Of, they all probably wanted a lot more money, and they couldn't afford to continue the show. Dummies. That's entirely possible. But so yeah, good. I, I I so enjoyed that, and I'm really sad that that we won't be getting any more of that. <laughs> um, I am also really um thankful for Schitt's Creek, which I discovered in part thanks to you guys, and we plowed through it. How good just is finished it? it? The other night, and now I'm a little sad that we finished it. And I feel like I should have savored the end longer. And, like, I'm saving. More, yeah. But. I'm savoring I, it. I haven't Oof. finished whatever the last season I have that's available. I haven't finished it yet because I know that there's only one more coming. So I, I'm purposefully yeah, not. Me up too. To date. Alexis know, and David I'm not good are my at that, spirit. Though. Like animals. once I start, I gotta, I gotta get through it all. Like I just, I'm not patient enough. So, but now I, I have a little bit of, of of regret for doing that. But yes, that was most enjoyable. And and as a side note, my brother recently moved out to LA, and he told me that he took a an exercise class, and Eugene Levy was next to him in the class. Oh my god, <laughs> that is a reason to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> Wow. What kind of yeah, exercise class was this? I don't know. Some like, sort of like a like high spinning? something or other. Wow. Like some orange sure. theory? Like some orange theory? Like some <laughs> rowing and starving I yourself? I don't think it was orange theory, um, but something in that vein. I also feel like that's an exercise thing you're making up. What is that? What is orange this new theory? thing? Orange theory? No, that's a thing. 
Thanks. Well, you don't have that in Spain. You could, you could no, have the first I've heard of friends. Bar, it involves getting up early. Method and ugh, and the boot camps. <laughs> Allie's always going to Bar Method. I'm like, do you get a drink there? What is that? Bar Method. <laughs> another, I think another 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 Jeez, um, it just seems like like being gluttons for punishment. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that is that. amazing. Those that. are all amazing things. Thank yeah. you. Okay, wait, I'm not done. I'm oh, there's no, more. Keep oh. going. I got, keep going. I got, I, got, I, got, I got two more things. I got two more things. Oh, that's awesome. I'm very, um, I'm very into and very grateful for for my discovery of Hebrew television. Um, oh, are you watching like? Are you watching, watching like Stissel? Well, I didn't love Stissel, but I did watch. Really? Because apparently Stissel. people love it. I know yeah. it's a little slow for me, and like also a little hard to relate. Not really my. Uh, so you're <laughs> my watching bag. like so you're watching but like watching deep cut Sergeim. Hebrew shows. Oh, Sergeim, that's like Friends, right? No, is it, it like yeah, Friends? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's like sort of like the modern Orthodox version of Friends. Oh, okay, wow. that's very sounds enjoyable. I really liked it. I really enjoyed really? Fauda. I really enjoyed when heroes. Oh, Fauda! I could I not watch like that. That was real. like Fauda was so intense. <laughs> I, I watched. Like, it's very intense. Like two episodes, and I know Israelis, like American Israeli Americans, that really really like it. Um, I have a lot of friends that watched it. But I just oof, that was like that was too much, too intense for me. Um, but it, it so where are you watching all of these shows? Uh, they're all on Netflix, either Netflix or Amazon Prime. Fascinating. Yeah. Robbie Prize <laughs> scooping up all the Israeli TV yeah, shows Yeah, but I don't Netflix. know if they get them in Netflix Spain because there's like, there's no Jews in Spain. Who wants to watch you? Yeah, nobody. <laughs> so, or, or, I, I maybe I don't get those shows. In, in the entire now, state of North Carolina watching them too. Have, <laughs> having gone to a Hebrew-based school... For 17, 15 years, I don't know how long we were all in Hebrew day, Hebrew day school. Do you time. watch the English? Do you read with the English subtitles, or do you just listen to the Hebrew? Oh no, I absolutely need the subtitles. Yeah, sorry. Like if it's too fast, it's too that's really too fast. much like vernacular that like we didn't. You know, we learned. I feel like we learned like school Hebrew, not like TV Hebrew slang. I mean, it's getting better. It's getting my Hebrew's getting better, definitely, and I, I'm picking up more. But I, I still need. I, it's like in, in for, from Casa de Papel. I needed the I needed the subtitles, even though I speak Spanish. It's like sure, yeah, you know, really. TV, TV is the ultimate like test. I feel like because even like a movie has a pace, but TV people talk super super fast. Yeah. Shai, you watch you watch yeah. with subtitles in English. What are you giving her shit about subtitles? That's fair. I watch. I have to watch. Well, I have to watch like uh, the Last Kingdom with subtitles. But I've also been watching. I watch the Mandalorian with subtitles just to know who the different characters are. Because that guy doesn't. You can't see his mouth move because he's always in the helmet. Oh, good point. Good point. Um, um, and then finally, one one last thing. I'm grateful for for you guys and your awesome podcast because I'm so oh, listening to you and and feeling like part of the family. That's very sweet. <laughs> Thank you. That is very very Thank sweet you of you. So much. Well, I'm also we very are... grateful for this podcast. Hi, this is Alan, and my 40th birthday wish for Shai is that he fulfill his destiny and become a featured wrestler on either WWE or the local bootleg cable news affiliate, introducing himself as the pancake. The signature move is conflict resolution, discussion, and eventually collaborating on a high-quality iPad animation. My thankfulness for 2019 pop culture is the Fred Willard sketch from I Think You Should Leave, where he plays the song He Layeth on High, which is about a big baby duck who gets his head stuck in a stewed tomato, which brought me levels of extreme satisfaction and joy that I hadn't experienced maybe since early Simpsons season. So happy birthday, Shy. Love you. And I'll see you in the ring. Uh, 
how how about you, Lily? What is your what is your wish for me? Well, other than the, an original like, song written by my sisters and uh, dear friend and amazing musician Rachel Levinson, which is a pretty amazing true, gift you guys. True. Um, I I well, this was revealed on our quick call to Howie, but it, my number one pop culture birthday wish for you is that REM gets like does like a comeback tour or like a. Get back together cool. tour, anniversary tour, or concert, or charity concert, or anything where they publicly will perform together that I can get you tickets for for your birthday. That would that would be my wish. That would be amazing. I would say for me, all of those things are amazing wishes, and I accept and all of them. And baby Yoda emojis, am I right? I, I would say I would say like baby Yoda emojis. I, I would say coming in a little better. I would say, oh my god, I want Baby Yoda to be real. I just want one of him so badly. I think coming in right under the wire in terms (laughs) of a good sign around my birthday is Baby Yoda. So I think my pop culture wish is simply that they don't blow it with Baby Yoda. That Baby Yoda, (laughs) however it's developed, continues to be something that is awesome and, and amazing and exciting for Star Wars fans that doesn't and tear down the universe that we love, but only builds on and enriches the universes that we love. So that's my, my pop culture wish. We're actually on the way out the door, I think. Well, can we I'm ask you sure two quick questions? Sure. Two questions is fine. Lily, shoot. For Shai's magical 40th birthday... What pop culture gift would you like to gift to him? Like, would you wish for uh, him on his birthday? I feel like uh, an REM reunion tour. Ooh. Oh, that was mine. That was mine, and, damn it. Uh, touring <laughs> with, with uh, Bruce Hornsby sitting in on the keys. Okay, you just went after me. You just went after me. I was going to say REM getting back together, but that's okay. pretty good. I, I will say, I, I, it's, it feels further and further every day, but I would love to see the original four dudes go on tour. All right, now our other question is, what pop culture thing are you most thankful for, or things are you most thankful for in the last year? Because the, our other phone call people are not saying just one if they if they have more than one, so I, I can't enforce uh, there's been a lot of new music that I've been listening to this year. Um, I really keep coming back to this record by Lucy Dacus called Historian, uh, but I don't I recommend listening to it unless you're ready to cry because it's pretty sad. Um, and on the, the TV show front, uh, I just recently enjoyed the whole uh, Righteous Gemstones first season. I know you guys were talking about them. That was uh, a fun escape for me. Cool. Awesome. All right. I still haven't seen that. i got to watch that. All right. Well, thank you, Howie. We are thankful for you and for you doing this one. Oh. Well, even though you have to, you have <laughs> We're to go. We're so thankful for you. All right. Best. I'm thankful for you guys and your podcast. Oh, Aww. thank you. Oh, that's the other pop culture thing I'm thankful for. <laughs> Friday night movie. <laughs> it's a, it's a, that's what Alana said. It's just going to look like we called people just to get compliments. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get enough, so, you know. Um, <laughs> Howie, thanks a lot. All right, thanks give everybody God. a hug for us. <laughs> All right, take care, guys. Later. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, Josh. The man with the complaints is here, but today we're going to ask you to be thankful <laughs> and wish I'm for. Complain a shtickle. A little complaint. Yeah, but first, I'd be first, complaining too. I have. Well, you get to say what you're not thankful to for Thanksgiving, but first, Lily has the question, the, the special question okay. for this year in my 40th Josh, year. Josh, for Shai's 40th birthday, what pop culture wish do you have for him on a special day? So, so this is like the easiest thing to answer, and that is that Rise of the Skywalker topples The Last Jedi in satisfaction. <laughs> that is the correct answer. There, that, is the, that is the answer there most given. nothing else. <laughs> uh, and also the return of James Simon Bob, but you know. Eventually we'll get to see it, but it's not playing in theaters. <laughs> it's so hard to find. Uh and now what pop culture things are you most and least thankful for in twenty nineteen? All right. So pop culture things that I am most thankful for. I think most recently I'm thankful for 
um, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. I think that is a, an also the correct answer. Definitely the correct um, answer. And also at the same time, thankful that um, not Kathleen Turner is leaving the franchise. Not Ka- oh, Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is Josh leaving the franchise. Give me a second. Only good things can come from that. Is she's not leaving the um, franchise? No, she is leaving. She's leaving in twenty twenty one. Josh is happy that she's out because she killed the she killed the shared universe of the books, and that was something I know you you liked and was really good, right? Yeah, and they've stolen like some of the best parts of it, but not done it as well. Um, and also. Like she, she did the Ryan Johnson thing, and that's just and solo. And you guys know I hate both of those things. <laughs> and, and she did you, give us the Mandalorian and Rogue One. So, and and what are you least thankful for in general then? <laughs> or was that your your also <laughs> least? That was your thankful. What are we oh, no. actually not thankful for? Oh, I, I've got a list of like least thankful things. Um, right. I am least thankful for. Um, being sucked back into Jack Ryan yet again, even though I told you guys what a flaming pile of poop the first one was. How did you get sucked back in? I don't know. Amazon, they just advertise it so much, and then Danielle and I can't agree on any shows to watch, so now we're, like, bitterly watching it, although Dan walks out halfway every time. <laughs> so then you're stuck watching the rest of the episode? Correct. I'm stuck watching it. I am least thankful for the length of some of these movies that we've watched. So uh, I pulled back up a series of texts that I had with Shy around um, Longshot. And, oh, and interesting. That movie, that movie, I think, had um, amazing potential. And if you read the series of texts, which I'm happy to send to you for... Shy for liked it, and that made uh, me like it. So, interesting. So it, the first text I sent to Shy was, wow, it's really good so far. And then the next text I sent was, but this movie should be 90 minutes. And I just paused to look at the time because I thought it was ending and there's 53 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Lily... And then I wrote, uh, wow, there's like chapter eight, eight chapters to this movie. And then I wrote, <laughs> what is this new chapter? And then I wrote, why is there a bromance fight chapter? And that's kind of what I gave up on this movie. <laughs> and then Lily... I wrote, it was so long. I and don't I wrote, recommend. I don't remember, which means she probably fell asleep. I don't L- recommend The Irishman. <laughs> Lily went to see The Irishman, which is on Netflix, but she went to see it in the theater for three and a I'm half hours. Because I'm dumb live in a place where they don't have movies in English, and it was the only thing playing, and it had a chance to go to the movies, so I took it without looking at the runtime. A dummy. Well, you guys know my feelings on long Netflix movies. What was that movie that I hated last year that won all the awards? Um, Roma. Yeah. Oh, Roma. Oh, the worst movie ever. Good God. And I will say Hobbs and Shaw, which on my last appearance on the podcast, I said the best movie of the year thus far was the preview for it. It's so bad that I turned to Danielle this weekend and said, did we watch Hobbs and Shaw? I literally couldn't remember. It was so long. It was so it was long. unbelievably long. And so the, the thing that I'm least thankful for on the whole after thinking about this and every week, Danielle and I will look for a movie to watch, and there's literally nothing to watch. I think this is probably the worst movie release year on record ever. So I'm going to say and this. We, at, is this like you mean in terms of like iTunes and stuff like that or theaters? No, I'm just looking at Rotten Tomatoes on like the top 25 movies, and I literally can't believe that these are the top 25 movies of the year. I can, I'm going to give you two. be the most I'm, I'm barren you, year. I'm going to give you two movies. That are must watch, um, ready or not, and which we can even watch when you come to visit now because I love that movie and it's by the way ninety minutes long. Uh, ready or not, and Jojo Rabbit was the best movie I saw all year. It was absolutely amazing. It that that's a long movie, but that, that that movie is worth being long. That movie is really good. And then another super long movie, but again, I think. That, that that sort of earns the right for that is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but but that that is that movie is objectively too long as a movie in general. But ready or not, right, I'm exactly. just looking at the I'm just looking at the top list, and I just can't believe that these are the movies that were released this year. It's just <laughs> it's a depressing so year. The you're gonna have a rough rated, time at the, the Oscars. Four movie. Yeah, I, I don't watch the Oscars for this reason. Right. Not. Well, man, we will if the see Oscars you. were real, then the last... Yeah, fair enough. Well, man, <laughs> we will see you soon. And uh, we have to make All our right. next... We're going to make our next uh, holiday phone call. 
So Happy drive safe. Happy 40th Pop Culture birthday. All right. See you soon. Okay, talk to you guys soon. Later. Bye. Yeah. Hey, Shy, what's up? Happy birthday, man. Just wanted to call in and be part of your guys' holiday extravaganza here, uh, as well as to celebrate your birthday. So uh, you asked me to answer a couple questions for you, and this is what I came up with. My pop culture wish for you for your 40th birthday is to either have a Buckaroo Banzai sequel, which apparently you are very interested in, and not just the sequel, but I want the score to be done by Fish, because I think that's one of your favorite bands, maybe your favorite band. So think that would be your your best you know pop culture wish you could get that or near the end of the year here maybe that cats would actually be good and get good reviews and and, and have a good box office because i kind of want that as well so uh hopefully that works out for both of us and then the things i wanted to talk about most thankful for 2019 i think i have a lot to talk about there uh, i know usually i'm kind of the guy that has a reputation about being negative and having a lot of things that I talk bad about. But I think this year has been really great, uh, especially just recently. I've seen a lot of great movies. Uh, Ford vs. Ferrari, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, Lighthouse, The Irishman. I loved all those movies, and we're getting them all recently. They're so good. Um, still to come, even, stuff I'm looking forward to. Star Wars, Knives Out, 1917. And then TV. On the TV front, we have Mandalorian, The Watchmen, Black Mirror, Stranger Things, Barry. All these shows that I love, so I just want to get all the good things out. Um, and then, you know, least, thank, least thankful for 2019, the only thing I could really think of was the Game of Thrones finale. Uh, it was just a letdown for me, even really, not even just the finale, but the whole season really for me was a little bit subpar and uh, still still decent, but probably my biggest letdown of the year. So that's it. I hope I covered what you wanted me to cover for you, and I hope you have a great 40th birthday, buddy. Here we are with Craig of the Take Two Takedown podcast, a spinoff of Take Two podcast, a dear friend, right? Exactly. <laughs> a a heavyweight of the podcast world, and I would say of the wrestling world. Even if you're not in ring, I would put you up there with, you know, some of the greats like uh, Bruce Pritchard and the Mouth of the South and Bobby Heenan. You know, one of the great talkers of our time. I, and, I feel pretty special to say, say that shine thank oh, yeah. you so much for that oh and and we're very and and we're very thankful for you lily and i are here with you right now and we're going to ask you the key thanksgiving uh questions for the special lily fire mm-hmm. away with mm-hmm. question number one my first question is what pop culture wish do you have for shy for his 40th birthday Ooh, ooh, see, that's a hard one. That's a hard one because I know Shy already has so much in his life. <laughs> I mean, besides two amazing sisters and wonderful True. people like me. True story. Um, so it's, it's hard to see what else he needs. Uh, but because I know that Shy basically has his children living as if they were in the 80s with what he presents <laughs> them in television and movies and stuff like that, my pop culture wish would probably be that all of Disney Plus is just introduced to shy children throughout his new 40th year because I we're just going to hit. That's what he, that's what he's going to do the entire 2019 and 2020. We're, we're going to make them watch cartoons he watched as a kid. We're going to hit all the Disney afternoon. We're going to hit the so right. I, just before we get into the show. Okay, by renter May, Ducktales, Darkwing Duck, Gummy Bears, go. Ah. Uh. Oh, that's like that's like picking between my three favorite Friday night movie podcast hosts. You know that. Yeah, but so I'm gonna have to say buy Darkwing because that that is by far my favorite. And then uh, I gotta go Grinch, uh, Ducktales, and then Meh Gummy Bears because Gummy Bears at least was a little more childish. Uh, it was childish, so but if you go back and watch it yeah. now, you actually see how dark the Duke of whatever that Duke guy was. And yes, yes, you know, I, I'm not sure they could reboot it today. But all right, I, I that, mean, I just I, in, I imagine that your life is pretty much going to be your kids coming home from school now, and you force them to watch these cartoons as if they're normal Disney afternoon cartoons like you had to watch every day. Oh yeah, I say your, I say stuff like that life. all the time. Like in my day, we had no commercials; we just watched what was on. Uh, and <laughs> just watch what the, was on. the second question is: 
what are you most and I would say least thankful for in 2019 pop culture? For myself, and this is probably just because I am and was and always have been a giant nerd, uh, what is coming on the CW this holiday season with their Crisis of Infinite Earth, where everything I've ever loved about superhero television is pretty much coming together into one giant five-part epic series. I have to say that's probably one of the things I'm most thankful for, at least in the immediate that I can think of, because... It's, it's insane how much is going to be happening then with all the different characters coming back, all the different heroes coming back from canceled shows, from old shows, from new shows. It's going to be enormous. And even though I know Lily cares nothing about it, I'm still thankful that's for it. Not, I, I mean, that's not entirely <laughs> accurate. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, right? I don't I know what you're talking about as a bigger issue. <laughs> I think of all the shows we're talking about, Lily would like Arrow. That would be my my. I've not heard great things. I know lawns might kill me, but no, I... arrows arrows great. Arrow, arrow arrow was really good. Arrow That's what I've heard. Really good. There's but... like a few seasons in there that you can just kind right. of pretend didn't happen. There, there's a lot of mm-hmm. him schlepping around Eastern Europe that is not so much fun. Oh yeah, a lot of that. A lot of Russian speaking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what about but, least but it's, thankful it's, for? Least thankful for, uh, and this is probably seems very ironic because I do host a weekly wrestling show, uh, but I'm least thankful for all of the wrestling that I now have to watch on a weekly basis to host that show. Because even though I love wrestling and I love everything that's WWE and the new AEW, which I'm glad of, it adds up to about 10 hours of wrestling a week. Holy! Yeah, Lily, there were, there were two to, shows that they to had to watch. To for one hour, yeah. They... They now have to watch four shows a week. Wow. Yeah. That was wrestling is that popular? Jeez. It is. There's three two hour shows and then one three plus hour show. And that's just like what's available normally, not counting all the other stuff from like other countries and smaller things that we used to watch all the time and talk about, but we just can't now because we don't have enough time in our lives to attempt to watch all of that. And then the pay per views and all but that. That's probably a weird wow. thing. Well, well, Craig, we are deeply thankful. I am deeply thankful for our friendship and for the Take Two Takedown of the Take Two Podcast. Thank you so much for doing the special with us. Have a oh, wonderful course, Thanksgiving. Because we all have to say that not only am I thankful for everything I said, but you providing us with the greatest Take Two Takedown promo in history oh. with Bruce <laughs> the Barber Geef Cave, of course, has to be mentioned because it's amazing. <laughs> Will you be gathering your whole family around the Thanksgiving table to watch that before you Num- carve the numerous turkey? Time. Numerous <laughs> time. <Yeah>. That's amazing. <laughs> right. So, Lons, the legend, are the the, yeah. the the third sister in the Friday night mm-hmm. movie of the Friday night movie siblings. Or unless you argue that I'm the third sister. Lily, was it Becky? Which one of you called me your maid of honor at your wedding? My wedding. You, oh, yeah, Lily's wedding. I was the maid of honor, or the matron of honor, because oh. Becky. <laughs> uh, but you're here. We're so thankful for you, so thankful to get to talk to you on my actual birthday. We have a couple yeah. of key questions for the special for you. So, dear Lons, for Shai's 40th birthday, what pop culture wish do you have for him? Oh, I wish for Shy's 40th that him and I get to go to a fish concert together. Oh, wow. That is amazing. That is a great answer. Since I've already been to several fish shows with Shy, I will let you have this one. (laughs) Go right ahead. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll take it. It's a lot of fun. That's That's, awesome. That's a great wish. We'll do some West Coast fish if they do it this summer. If they're West Coast this summer, I will come and we will go. It will be amazing. Perfect. Uh, All right. All right. And now, what pop culture things this year are you most and least thankful for? Ooh, Ooh. Most thankful for. Well, I'm most thankful for my Gold Nerd family because it brought me to you and your family. Oh, thank um, you. Always most thankful for the Goldbergs. I'm thankful for all the ships this year. Just, it was like a plethora of good shipping 
Um, my couples are all thriving right now, so I'm yeah. really thankful for Blaney's how been my couple. Blaney's been properly resolved on schooled. Like we know that's not yeah, thank we, God. that's not messed up. Thank goodness. Yeah, and like all my other shows, you know, Betty and Jug on Riverdale, they're all solid. Felicity on Arrow, and, solid. And in real life, apparently. So that's oh yeah. Oh thank God. That honestly, I am most thankful that Lily Reinhardt and Cole Sprouse are still together. Like yeah. screw everything else. That's my number one priority. You just want them to be happy. Happiness. You want them. To yeah, be happy. I just want them to be happy. Um, I'm least thankful for. Oh man, um, people who hate on Taylor Swift. I think it's time we stop hating on her and like getting down on her for winning awards. Or if people think she doesn't deserve it or not, like I'm just tired of Taylor Swift hate. In it, it is. It, it is a little much. At pretty much every turn of her career where she has won and dominated, she has been hated on since she was like a teenager, right? Like this yeah. is a for thing. the past ten years, this whole decade, she's been hated on at some capacity, whether it's her personal life or whether it's her business antics or, um, you know, dealing with ex-label people that just will not let her live. I'm just over it. Or I, or I would it. say people who are not giving cats the movie, which looks like a masterpiece as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> a proper chance. Honestly, yes. Did you see the new you, trailer? The, the new trailer looks amazing. Really good. I'm uh, like super excited for it. I saw the new trailer on the big screen when we went to see Charlie's Angels, which, by the way, has a Lily Reinhardt cameo. Cameo. Uh, yeah, I know. I saw that. Um, and th- it just looks awesome on the big screen. I like they, anyway, Tom Hooper, he's got an Oscar. He did Les Miserables yeah. also. He might know what he's doing. Yeah. Trust, Let's give the guy trust a chance. the process people. So yeah, I'm just tired of any hate reflected towards Taylor Swift. It's over. Let's, like, okay. Like, wait, I mean, I yeah. accept that she let, let the girl live. What pop culture item, thing, event, or series of things are you most thankful for in 2019? Okay, I have two. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. There was a moment of silence. I took my chance to get in there. Um, I would say I'm going to go with a quick three. One is you guys' podcast because, hello, it's amazing. Two, All-Star Comic-Con was very special. That was really Three fun. of us together. During our I first big con together. A- yeah, and, and got to meet uh, Mike and Kevin, got to meet uh, Brian and um, Tony. Some of the guys, Tony and some of the, I was going to say the Take Two guys, and we got to meet Ming Chen and so many really cool people, and just like putting face to the voices of of what it is to podcast. Um, so that was an awesome pop culture thing for me. And uh, third, coming in at third, but definitely uh, not least, and I want to thank... Uh, Shia, also you for this, even though I had I had always um, guessed this was going to be amazing, but I could never have fully believed it. Uh, absolutely 100% very grateful for Shit's Creek. I feel like, and I'm not, like, I'm not being jokey. I honestly have to say that, like, I've had a, some rough patches, I feel like, this year. Um, it, uh, you know, a bit of a roller coaster year for me personally, and I feel like that show has really been there for me. <laughs> and it's honestly like been just very show indipitous following and, those people on instagram is actually stressing me out because i'm so hyper aware that that show is ending it now. just ended exactly um I, I haven't paid attention to any of the fact that it's ended i don't want to know i'm watching it very carefully and i can't i'm giving it enough time so that i can just start from the beginning and i often don't watch shows twice but that show has been uh amazing i love that show so much very thankful. All right, how about you, Beck? Well, I don't want to repeat Lily's items, which are all fabulous, and I do completely agree. So I'm going to you know, a couple different ones. Uh, for me, is first of all becoming a Grammy award winning songwriter. I mean, we haven't won. We haven't oh, won our your Grammy. But Becky and I have talked about it several times. We're like, so what you're saying is like, if Taylor Swift can do it. And I, and I feel like now we know <laughs> what song. it's like. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, 
Uh, I've had a taste and uh, quite like it. And uh, I can see this new burgeoning pop culture career for us. So I think, yeah, becoming like a big famous songwriter has been pretty cool. I mean, or I, I will, we will be. Um, that was my first one. And my, my other great pop culture moment, again, more of a personal one, is the way that I'm watching food program, food TV shows programming evolve on streaming services. And this is like, it's really, like, Schitt's Creek is your happy place. I agree, love it. But for me, watching food shows, and I've had so many satisfying food-related cooking shows, and there's so many of them, and I just, I'm I'm really... What, what's I'm, your, what's your, what are your top ones? Well, I know like, British Baking well, is a big Great deal. Great British Baking show. And then I just watched, I actually just watched, um, I, I hadn't seen it before, but I finally just watched Ugly Delicious, Ugly oh, Delicious, been, which I was... I thought I feel like I asked you about that show so before. Good. It was actually it was so interesting. It was so well done. I loved it. So that was one that like I now I I really just had so much fun with. You know, when I wanted something a little bit lighter, there's um there was the chef show and then oh, I, yeah, sure. I nailed I, it. You got me into nailed, nailed it. it. I yeah. do like a little nailed it here and there. I don't I can't do like too many apps, but when they have a good guest star like Manzuka's has Manzuka's. another episode for this really? this oh. season. I haven't even and watched he's allergic, it. I mean, why? So that like really breaks the stakes up. Yeah, so, <laughs> there's an egg, you know, right? I just, I just feel like for me, uh, I'm sure you know. I mean, there's like also a lot of really bad food programming out there, but there are so many good shows at the same time where it's not just like instructional cooking shows. And then my third pop culture thing is um, again a little bit niche, but how the ASM the ASM artist community is really flourishing and getting their due. I'm just saying, like, the YouTube ASM artists, which is what we call them. Really? Are that now, is what we call them? That is what they're called, ASM artists, are really becoming more mainstream and acceptable, and I don't have to hide my love for ASMR anymore. So, just saying. That's been another oh, yeah. little problem. Allie is, like, all over it. Oh, yeah. I could watch this one lady unpack her groceries all day. Oh, the other night, oh. Allie couldn't sleep, I guess, and I woke up in the middle of the night. I'm like, why does it just sound like somebody left, like, the water on and is talking? And I, <laughs> What's going on here? And then I asked her the He morning, turned me like, on oh, to that lady who talks about the bargains. And you can, and you can get these pistachios for a great deal at the supermarket. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I will say, speaking of that, our cousin, Ashley Yore, yeah. Is on, is on HSN, and Becky and I both watched her in the middle of the day in the Home Shopping Network, and that's borderline. As I mean, that was the most relaxing thing I've ever watched. I just want to watch her sell it. duck boots till the end of time. All day. Yeah. Everyone who has a television, you have the Home Shopping Network. Get on there, follow Ashley Yor, buy stuff when she's on. Because I, I almost bought like duck boots for a whole bunch of different people. It's a good deal. But then I, I couldn't do it because, like, like there's only so much. I'm an impulse buyer. I probably shouldn't be allowed to watch that network, but, you know. No. My um my pop culture things that I'm thankful for, well, there's Obs's, you know, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, to me, is, is not – it doesn't solve all of my Star Wars dilemmas, but what it does is it gives it's a new hope, if you will, to to, to use the mm. pun. It's a it's it's a it's a reminder to me that like for all of the fatalism that I had about the Last Jedi, there are people like John Favreau and Taika Waititi who can dig into something and find the right tone and mix of like love and creativity and bring it back. And that people like me have to like lighten up. Like even since I've seen Baby Yoda appear on television, I'm like. The Last Jedi was terrible, but, you know, it's not the end of the world, which is like, you know, I think major growth for me <laughs> in the last year of my life. And so it's just a reminder that, the, you know, creative, amazing people can do creative things that save that save the stuff you love. Uh, I'm also Chits Creek for sure. Uh, and then this is more of like a recommendation than I would say what I'm grateful for. But, yeah, I'm going to say I'm grateful for this pop culture moment because – Growing up, going to see movies with mom and dad is truly one of the most fun things that you could ever do. And last night, the night before my birthday, just the three of us went out to a movie. Mom and dad didn't even ask questions about what it was. I said, I'm getting us tickets to Joe Joe Rabbit. You guys should come. We 
went down to the theater. We sat in the reclining chairs together, and we watched a movie that had just, if you've seen the previews, looks totally absurd, this absurd take on World War II with Taika Waititi playing an imaginary Hitler. It was absolutely the best movie I saw this year. It was the most original thing I've seen in a long time, and the acting was completely off the charts. And if folks are not talking about this movie seriously for awards, they are insane. Um, I respect the work that was done in The Joker, even if I didn't like that movie, so I'm not I'm not against that movie winning awards. But now having seen something so original and so... I, again, it's gripping. It, 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 that, I got as close to crying as I've gotten in a movie in a long time in that wow. movie. Whoa. Yeah, that movie is a laugh-out-loud hilarious comedy, but it also punches you in the gut. And wow. It, now, can I ask you a question? Um, when Now, both movies are dealing with dark subject matters, right? Yeah. I imagine. You're not going to really talk about Hitler and World War II, I mean, without that being quite dark, even if it is comedic. Um, can I mean, when we talk about, like, original, I don't know, I guess without without ruining anything revealing, can you talk about that approach to... So, to dealing with the dark subject matter, one versus the other, or so at least in really, JoJo? What's really interesting about JoJo Rabbit is that it is it is really viewed mostly through the eyes of the children in a way that it is almost as if you're watching, not a cartoon, but like at times like a very, very strange kids show. Um <laughs> <laughs> Not like, but that, I mean, it's it even, or a play. I mean, at times it really feels like a play. And the acting is, is absolutely superb. But then in the moments where it is going to be serious, it is really serious. And the young man who is in the movie, um, I want to make sure I get his name right. Cause it's one of those like triple name things. Uh, something Roman Davis, uh, what's his name? He, this young kid. First thing that he's listed in on IMDb, so I don't know if he's done other acting in his life, but I haven't. I mean, I haven't seen a kid perform that like that ever. He's just absolutely Roman Griffin Davis. That's it, Roman Griffin Davis. Absolutely pitch perfect um, performance. But I think it's the it's the use of dark humor, but it's not the use of. At first, it feels like because you know his other work, you're like. Oh, this is him, like vampires eating people and it being funny, kind of like crazy darkness. But he's he takes this subject matter really seriously. He's dealing with World War II, and he's dealing with children gripping with World War II. And that is not forgotten. And if anything, he kind of brings you back around and and really takes you to a special difficult but very special place i'm so excited to see it i love him i love his work i mean it's such an original take on on storytelling and um yeah that, i'm fascinated by that's him. the exact way i would describe it is it's an original it's just it's original i mean i know it's based on a book um but it it's truly an original thing original experience so uh, cool um so can yeah. i can I just quickly say something I'm not thankful for? No, no, we don't want to, we definitely want to talk about the pop culture. Okay. We're not I'm just gonna for. quickly That's say really important. Just just briefly. I um I'm not thankful for giving Martin Scorsese the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> because <laughs> Because I'm not gonna say this. Um I'm not afraid to say it. Martin Scorsese, um hi Kettle, you're black. You don't go in public and trash Marvel movies and everything they stand for when you then make a movie that is every scene you shot, like you decided not to hire an editor, so it's three and a half hours long. So it's like you put in all the scenes. Nothing's been left out. Nothing's been left out. You you put in all the scenes. Um, Almost nothing happens in your movie. So I get that there's a lot of action in Marvel movies, but the counterpoint isn't to not do anything in your movie. And then <laughs> have it released in the movie theater for three days and then put it on fucking Netflix for people <laughs> to watch on their phones. And then you stand on your high horse like you're cinema's greatest gift. I, I find it infuriating. And I feel like... You know, I, A, I feel like a dumb dumb. I didn't realize it was a Netflix movie and that it was going to be on Netflix. 
And so when Shai texts me, oh, you're going to that movie? It's going to be on Netflix, you dumb, dumb dummy. And I was like, well, is it? And then I realized, oh, shit. But it wasn't at that time, right? I went to see it before it was released. Oh. Good. Is it, is it got on that now? Advanced screening. I got that and advanced like, screening. It's on today. Yeah. It, <laughs> happy birthday, Shai. today. I know what you're doing tonight on your birthday. <laughs> Watching Joe Pesci and De Niro have digitally enhanced young conversations with each other. <laughs> what? Just go watch Goodfellas. <laughs> or any other movie. So, uh, um, wow. Yeah, the things that like De Niro, Pacino, Pesci are phenomenal. You could watch them read the telephone book. They are amazing. Like, that is not the issue. Probably like Joaquin and the Joker. And I'm sure there's so much craftsmanship in it, but I, do, I, I feel like it no, gets to the point where it's only craftsmanship. And... Minutes and tell me if there's something I'm missing. Like, I have to tell you, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was three hours. There's like a lull where you can pee. You know, you can go pee. You're like, okay, what is this gonna, where's this going? And maybe that lull's like 30 seconds. And then you, I felt gripped the whole time. Not riveted, but gripped. And then the, the last, um, the denouement of the film, if you will. Um, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good fancy word. Uh, <laughs> I, I was riveted in Once Upon a Time. And did not care that it was three hours. No, and he's releasing some, like, five-hour version or something. Oh, God. Everyone's so self-indulgent. Seriously. In this movie, guys, I was like, okay, Scorsese, I bet it's two and a half. I made such a mistake of not looking at the runtime. I was like, I'm not going to look at anything. I'm just going to go to the movies like the old days. Scorsese, how can you go wrong? Oh, God, one o'clock in the morning. We went out at 8 p.m. I cost (laughs) you a thousand euros to have a babysitter through that pile of shit that's on Netflix. I cannot tell you how annoyed I was. So the worst is that I was like, these actors are just so brilliant and so good. And yet, I, you know, the story, I, I don't know. It just was too long. Not much happens. I, I don't know. And I just felt like, I said, you said recently, right? Like Scorsese has, has good movies as he has not great movies, right? Didn't yeah. you say that? Yeah, he, I'm 50-50 on him. I'm not saying his movies are, like, this is my opinion. I'm not saying. I mean, The Departed is fantastic, but I kept sitting there being like, why aren't I watching The Departed? Sitting <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> Jesus and um, self-indulgent is the word. Like it's got ninety-six on Rotten Tomatoes. People are like hailing it as a masterpiece. I don't believe the critics are Rotten Tomatoes anymore. I, I don't doubt that the information that's yeah, going in there is what people want to. Forward, you'll watch it on two and a half speed, and you'll let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a movie that should be done in two and a half speed. Oh yeah, big. Or should you know what he should have made a TV show. It would have been a great TV show with Hoffa and like the gangster Billy. No, another Hoffa story. movie. He's a character in it, and it, but it's about the gangsters of Philadelphia, like the, the mafia of Philadelphia. Great, cool, whatever, but not a movie. No, 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 no. no well, not I, I, I will say, I don't know about you, Beck, but things I am not thankful for in pop culture, I would say I am really... I'm not thankful for the people who hate on movies before the trailer comes out, specifically Cats the Musical. <laughs> I think it happened when the trailer came out and they were like, what size are those cats? <laughs> big? Are they small? What is happening here? I'm just saying oh, yeah. that... How big are these cats? Are they supposed to be actual cat-sized cats? I don't know. I saw a preview in the theater before we saw Charlie's Angels the other day, which was a lot of fun, a fun movie. Uh, and I just I I'm excited, and I think that this is just people are grinding an axe without seeing something, and I think people <laughs> should give things a chance. Oh well, <laughs> I love your bandwagon. Well, when you put it that way, you're really gonna convince the masses. No, what I think you you're right. I I, I think you're right. I think there's something to be said about about the bandwagon trends of uh, loving something or hating something or giving something you know, critical acclaim and you watch and you're like, I don't get it. Like, why Why was this such a big deal? Um, what am I not, what am I not grateful for? Uh, you know, I, the way that the streaming is, is uh, what I'm not grateful for is all of the streaming services. It's too much. <laughs> I'm ready for the next so right. phase where you just figure out how to get them all in one place. I can't handle it. I'm just like, like, bring back already, TV. You, like back when it was just TV. 
like I'm not ready to be like oh like trapped just in old fashioned television. No, no, but like you could turn on a TV and they're all there, but and you could so like, many pay one cable fee. Quibi, I, I, and why are no. all these great shows coming out on it? Quibi looks pretty amazing. Right, so now I got a Quibi. I got a Quibi. I got an Apple, which I definitely don't care about. I got Netflix, and then my Apple TV. All of a sudden. Like, the other streaming services don't work well on it, and we can't tell if it's, like, an update we can't figure out how to do, or they're sabotaging oh, no, they're all Netflix. sabotaging each other. So, yeah, like, now we can't even watch Netflix off our Apple TV, and we got to oh, stream no. things from different devices and Chromecast, and this is getting get out of hand. Get a Chromecast and, and a Roku, because they are the I ones have a that Chromecast. don't... Yeah, get those, because... But then I have to play it from my phone, and honestly, by 9 o'clock, when I go sit on the couch to watch TV, my phone doesn't have battery left. Now i got to have my anchor. Just Roku now has This is ridiculous. Now has the Apple TV app, so you can see too everything in your iTunes on Roku. So then, by the time I sit down to pick something, I'm like, I don't even—it's just right. too much of a. Becky, also, I'm gonna. I, I know you're having an wagon. exciting day. I know, oh, I know what your, I know your present wagon. is. And I'm also saying you're it's getting not a Roku right doing. now. Oh, that's Roku. sweet, shy. That's so sweet. But I'm gonna jump on your bandwagon. I'm gonna say it's not fair that some streaming services are available in some countries and others not. What the hell? I can't like, wait to so for, for you, it's like a, a human rights game. thing, is what you're saying. It yeah. is. It is a human rights issue. Thank you very much. Hulu, is is Quibi not going to be available here? Uh, sidebar, people who actually handle human rights issues, do not, don't, don't, please ignore what was just said. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. That is true. It was a terrible it's thing. It's a pop culture. And we apologize. I mean, we apologize, but we're also we allowed to, to exaggerate and use hyperbole. I, I'm just making sure people know that. Right. We, we are not bad. We are. No, we're not we, bad people, but there are, let's say, pop culture rights issues. And I will say that it is BS. Okay, so it's not human right. rights. That's fair. You're saying it's a, they are pop culture it's rights. Pop culture rights. That if you're going to have Hulu for... That affect human beings. That affect human... Exactly. Better wording. Semantics. Um, the point is that... The point is that I just don't think it's even fair that then you're going to have multiple, multiple services with great shows coming out and then not everybody can watch them. So that's shitty. You have been listening to the Friday Night Movie Podcast. Thanks so much for being a part of our Potter family. Remember to listen and subscribe to the show everywhere that you get your podcasts. And of course, follow us on social media at Friday Night Movie on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks again for listening. Dream night.